Hi, I'm Emma Heim. And I'm Travis Heim. <laughs> this is Heim Time Podcast. Welcome back. This is our ninth episode. Very exciting. Very exciting. If you're following along, we are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Our Twitter is at Heim Time Podcast. Our, oh, we're also on YouTube, Heim Time exclamation mark on YouTube. And we also have a Patreon. So if you're already a member of our Patreon, we're really thankful for you. Um, and we have some more exciting things coming up now that we're finding our feet and our way again after having a baby right. and a pandy we yeah. are back at it full pandy. time so uh patreon is patreon.com slash time podcast so on patreon you can uh support us for five dollars a month which uh if you're Ouch. like us you have netflix <laughs> hulu amazon peloton what else disney literally yeah disney so what's another five dollars you know yeah. i mean you know you can do it but on patreon.com we have uh, we release all the video episodes early um you can ask us any question and we will answer it mm -hmm. um if you do on like twitter or something we'll probably ignore most of them but uh on patreon you can you can ask us anything topics we're going to do some specific videos on there um actually on our next barbecue class i'm going to film it and then we will put it on patreon for oh. our Patreon. Uh, That's a followers. great idea. Thank you. Um, so there's a lot of cool stuff that we're going to, uh, we've been doing, but we're going to do some more on there. So follow us, Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com slash Heimtime Podcast. Anything else? I think that's it. All Let's right. Let's do it. Hit it, Paul. It's time time. It's time time. We're back again. We're back again. Episode nine. That's nuts. It doesn't uh, doesn't seem like the ninth episode of the podcast. We've made it. We've officially gotten to the point where I'm like, did we already talk about that? I do too. So sorry. <laughs> and thank you if you are listening. I'm like, wait, wait did we talk about this? That may, uh, that may happen. But our, our restaurant spotlight for this week, I had to text you, did we already do this? Yeah. Which we've only done like three of those. So, um, thanks for listening surprising. everyone. Yeah. If, if you've listened to all of the episodes, we really appreciate it. Um, especially all of our Patreon, uh, followers, patrons, yeah. subscribers, whatever that is, um, called, we really appreciate it. And, uh, I think we're going to do some cool new stuff here. We're, we're again at the Nexum <coughs> creative studios, right. With Paul and, and Dozer. His little uh, puppy, which is adorable, so <laughs> very adorable guy. We'll have to bring him on maybe in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, just like put him right here. Maybe he might pee <laughs> on it, but you know, um, he's a puppy. So, but yeah, we're going to do some cool videos, some other stuff. So, you know, it won't just be um, us talking about, you know, hashtag free Britney or whatever. Hey, our re problems very relevant of the day are <laughs> we can uh, <laughs> do some other cool stuff, some recipe videos, some other, other things. So. Very exciting. Uh, how have you been? I'm good. I feel pretty good. I, I had a little cold for a little bit, but I'm back. Fourth of July weekend was fun. Yeah. We didn't do anything too crazy, which yeah. was actually really nice. Um, a lot of people came out to the restaurants, which was great. Um, I think so. we've officially discovered our, our daughter loves water. She's a big, yes. big water fan. Yeah. She loves bath time, but specifically 
in the pool, our friends had this like giant floaty specifically for little babies right. and she the loved it thing. was splashing like, for like 30 <laughs> minutes and yeah. we were like we should take her out she's gonna get waterlogged but she was but they're like i'll have another white claw i had two white claws <laughs> that was you okay i was talking about myself too. okay <laughs> so anyway um that was that my was, highlight of fourth of july yeah Soda, yeah and we have kid. immediately amazoned and got the floaty so it's at on the island at the house and we're gonna do it later. Shout out Amazon. Always. I don't know. Is that a topic? Is that bad? <laughs> I don't know. Do some people don't like people, Amazon. Some people don't like Amazon. Well, I think a lot of it's tied into Bezos and being a billionaire. And, right. Or, you know, the, are they taxed enough? And like Paul and I were talking about before the show, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, what if he runs for president? Elected. Already has your vote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't even have to think about it. Already has your vote. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't know. I, I guess Reagan was a uh, movie star, right? Yeah. And then uh, they're saying McConaughey maybe for. Uh, Definitely has my vote. For governor. I mean, uh, you know, what does that guy know about anything? Weed would be legal, which I guess is a positive. Like yeah, that's probably day one for him. Number one yeah. thing he's got to do. <laughs> it's important. We <laughs> playing bongos on every quarter. All right. So. Let's get into it. <clears throat> I thought we were. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about Amazon and weed or? Uh, sure. I could do a whole episode on that. Um, what? Weed. <laughs> that was a thing this couple of weeks with the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Shikari. Shikari Richards. Richardson. Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, failed her drug test for THC. Right. And is no longer able to even... I think she was going to do like the hundred meter dash thing, with which they that's the one that she they were, I guess the way it works is there's like you have to sit out for a certain amount of time 30 or days. something. But then if you do like a drug rehab, which for weed is hilarious. But then if you do that, then they shorten it or something mm -hmm. so she could still compete in the. 400 meter i think or like the team it was relay. a relay i think and they just announced yesterday that the the team whoever the olympic team whatever didn't choose yeah, her she's not that. on the roster so she could have done that but then they didn't choose her so but why wouldn't they because of just everything well, that's gone whole, on i mean it's like the number one news story <laughs> in america yeah but they would have won she's the fastest one she's fastest and she's smoking weed so it's like just imagine there you she go. didn't, you know. But weed is... Okay. <laughs> what? But, it, I mean, she's still the fastest while smoking weed. That doesn't mean that she's not the fastest, right? I agree. I did see, though, because we looked this up just so we could talk more about it, and I didn't want to seem dumb, but the anti-doping whatever, mm -hmm. they do have marijuana listed as a like thing you can't use for some reason, because I guess... The, to some extent, it's a per, can be a performance enhancing drug, which I think is really ridiculous. But that that's the thing, and this is the very like you know everybody's like oh my god whatever. But then on the other side of it, that was the rule, and she knew the yeah. rule, which is what Biden said: rules are rules. That's what he said when in right. in, in yeah. response. Which I think he also said that that. And then it was taken out of context because he also said, like, he thought it was stupid, but that rules are rules. So I, it's, 
it's unfortunate she's went to Dallas uh, Carter High School. Oh. Um, so she's local and mm-hmm. then went to LSU and stuff. So it's kind of just, it's a bummer, I think, even more for like Dallas-Fort Worth people because yeah. like, oh, this chick's a badass with the hair and everything and yeah. the nails and um, just kicking everyone's ass. And then, and it was like, I guess her mom died, which is just, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. all, all around sad, but I don't know. I but think, is that an old rule at this point? Uh, the, somebody said too, like twenty of the countries that are in the Olympics, uh, marijuana is legal. Oh. And then if you look at the United States, how many states is marijuana legal? So isn't her? Isn't um, is she living in Louisiana? I don't know. Isn't I, I thought I read so. that like where she's living, it's legal. I don't know. I have no idea. I really don't know I think much so. about this topic. Anyway, <laughs> I was just going to ask if it was a, like, you know, is that rule from, like, 1950s? Like, should we update it? It's 2021. I don't know. I mean, should that's we update it? Like, I have the power. <laughs> well, uh, we, I mean, there was two shout out to, um, well, I forget the name of his podcast, but Fort, Fort Podcast with Chris Powers. Yeah, I think so. I think it's called the Fort Podcast, maybe. I don't know. But Chris Powers, look it up. It's a great podcast. He's a friend of ours. He had a guy on, uh, Nishant. I forget his last name. Uh, but he's the CEO of Macaroni Grill. It's a really awesome oh, cool. podcast. Really interesting. And uh, anyway, he's in on some, Nishant, not Chris, but he's in on some tea. It's a cannabis uh, drink, but it's like comes in like a 750 milliliter bottle. And then the idea is just how you would like uh, vodka or something at your house. You have a party, you get a soda water, get some Mixer. juice or whatever. So it's really interesting. But I, I guess I bring that up. It, I think like I think this is a, on a small scale where people that because this is really too. It's like tied to race. Like that's a big problem with like marijuana right. reform and everything in general is. You know, a lot of times uh, it's African-Americans, minorities who are the ones that are like in jail and, and mm-hmm. getting the brunt of this. Meanwhile, like California, Colorado, stuff's legalized. And I don't know. It, it seems weird. But I think this was a small example of you needed some kind of like thing to happen where everybody's like, no, this is really stupid. Right. Like, right. There's like 65. I think Nishan said there's like 65 percent of Americans that agree with uh, legalizing cannabis, which is like 65% of Americans don't agree on anything. So it's like this maybe was a positive, I guess, if you care about that, where you're like, okay, you can see like this is a really stupid thing. Just let it run in the Olympics. But then I saw there was also like a male athlete who's been suspended, um, who's a sprinter, I think, who it's the same things, failed drug tests. If you're a football guy like me, uh, Josh Gordon, who even though he went to Baylor, one mm-hmm. of the best receivers uh, coming out of college, in college, and then for a couple years, and the dude just couldn't not, you know. That guy's huge. That's it, that really big guy? No, you're probably thinking of, you're thinking of a different guy. Someone He's just Gordon? a receiver. Oh. Um, but, um, and then there's a guy, Randy Gregory, for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. that he set out like two two or three years basically because he was dealing with, you know, that, which, you know, in the NBA, I don't think they care at all. But um, I don't know. You got to think at some point, like, let's let's quit this. Right. <laughs> you know, is it really that big of a deal? I don't know. 
anyway, yeah, unfortunately for her, it's probably, you know, she might be the turning point in the whole thing, but she's not going to get a gold medal because of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Olympics are weird in general, right? I mean, it's like, you know, nationalism and like our country's better than than yours and everything. And it's <laughs> yeah. it, it seems odd to me to some respects, but it's also like, you know, it's it's badass. Like it's patriotic the best. And yeah, I, do, I mean, I, I, I used to watch it growing up. I loved it. Which I don't think my family did, which maybe that's a part of it. Well, oh. Like, oh, whatever. But then you said y'all would watch. Oh, yeah, like every time. night we'd all like <clears throat> sit down and watch the highlights and all that. Um. So how was the fourth? Good. Uh, we had a great time. Um, we didn't, for probably the first time in a while, we didn't shoot off any fireworks. No. We didn't even purchase fireworks or anything like well, that. It was okay. I didn't, we didn't <laughs> even see any fireworks either. <laughs> oh, I saw some fireworks from our neighbors next oh, door. Oh, <laughs> I was going to ask about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah what I happened? <laughs> It was fine. I mean, I it, like, uh, you know, we've been not feeling great the last week, yeah. you know, and then um, our daughter is six months and is, you know, the light of our life. But the last couple of days was kind of struggling to get to sleep. And then once we got her to sleep, then she sleeps yeah, through the night. Yeah, a little off is, schedule. Which is a blessing. And we had to do a bunch of family stuff uh, last week, which... Um, was you know great and I love it. I'm very happy for my family, but it threw <laughs> off the schedule of the child and everything. And you're like, okay. So anyway, the other night, so this was the fifth, and this is totally like a get off my lawn old guy, right? Thing. Like I, I'm I'm officially that guy now. <laughs> I think I've crossed over into the plane of like I'm gonna start buying starched you know jean shorts from Costco and. Oh, God. And just really just do the whole bit. It's like but. from zero to that. How did that happen? I don't know. Well, I know. Taxes. Taxes. Fatherhood. <laughs> Property tax. Um, Paying for your grass. But so anyway, <laughs> and it worked out well, I would say. But two, we also like, I, I put this on Twitter and some people were like, oh, what a, what a baby, you know, and I'm like, Saying you're a baby? Yeah, yeah we have yeah, a baby yeah. and it's not fun when she wakes up. So, and two across the street from us, not to be like, hey, you know, we're doing great, but there are two houses under construction that are like in the middle of framing, basically just kind of like a giant wood pile, you yeah, know? So not great. If you're shooting, you know, ballistics, uh, explosives <laughs> into the air that are exploding, um, not smart. Right? I, right. I would think, I don't know much about fire or, or, you know, anything like that, but. Um, so, well, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the other night we were watching the Sopranos, which we just started. Yeah, no great. spoilers, please. Right. But it's all awesome. great show. Just got done with season one. We're, I guess, just out of shows. So we're like, we'll watch this. Yeah. Well, Tony needed ago. us. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Not to, we, we can talk about that in a minute, but then, so anyway, you had fallen asleep. Mm -hmm. Our baby had been asleep for two hours, but was literally like crying for two hours. And we we're like, what do we do? Do we, ha you know, duh. and so, um, <laughs> finally she's asleep. I'm like, okay, just finish this episode. And then I just hear like a, like, just like, right, really like, good right outside of our window. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? And our kid's room is at the front of the house. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I like run 
to the bathroom window lookout and they're like shooting off fireworks. And so I like threw a shirt on, ran outside and politely asked the, the neighbor if they could not do that. Cause we have a six month old and it was very, he was very friendly about it and was just like, she should no problem man. you know, whatever. And, um, and I was like, just steaming. Just Were you like, also like the holiday was yesterday, bro. Well, it was just like <laughs> in 1130, you know, yeah. like what you could have done it two hours ago when she was like crying and stuff. And then it's like, you know, maybe that would have like distracted her. I don't that That would have been fine. But 1130 on um, Monday night or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. But so anyway, then I felt like an asshole. So then I like took him a gift card yesterday, which. You know, I told Catherine about it and she was like, I wouldn't have done that. I was like, well, I love Catherine. I she's, she's awesome. She's our catering director. Yeah. Plug. If you she's need catering, like, Catherine at HeimBBQ.com. Okay. Yeah. Let's Catherine talk about. C, I think. Oh, Catherine C. At Catherine. HeimBBQ.com. So anyway, like, I, I don't know if there is firework etiquette or not. I always was like, we would go to the country to shoot off fireworks, like with my family yeah. in East Texas. And uh, I think that's what you're supposed to do. Well, it's like legally, but then like I saw a thing in LA where there's like a helicopter flying in LA and it's just literally, you can see fireworks. Oh yeah. And that is kind of cool though. It's cool, but it's like, you know, you're living in Mogadishu or whatever and it's just, you know, craziness. (laughs) So I don't know. This was in the middle of a residential street and thing. And I just, I I was like, I, I feel like. I'm in the right that this is probably not, you know, appropriate, but then immediately was like, am I 65 year old guy who's, you know, yell at the neighbor guy. Yeah. But do you, I mean, you give me a verdict. What do you I think? mean, I had no idea this was even happening. So I feel like, and neither did Izzy. So I do kind of feel like it was Yeah. like, I mean, I guess well, they did shoot one off. I mean, I wasn't like, I, I'd like threw a shirt on and ran outside and, I had no idea. I shut it down. Okay. So I guess then that was good because if he had kept going, then Izzy and I would have woken up. Oh my God. If if Izzy would have woken up. So I would have been really, really upset. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was all the fireworks that I saw. Yeah. I didn't see one firework. Yeah. So, but I did watch The Sopranos and some people die. A lot of people die. I guess that's part (laughs) of. the mob <laughs> the mob yeah um it's a great show it's like what 1999 or I something think, yeah, i don't know the way I, I was like what year is this and then i noticed like their teenage daughter has like butterfly clips and like platform sneakers and i was like okay based off of these outfits i would have killed for them first of all so it's got to be like late 90s um you notice that i noticed the really bad uh, fake boob jobs because there's a lot of <laughs> naked they work yeah. at a strip club or whatever so it's like i was like oh those they work are out of a strip club 90s models uh fake boobs yeah there for sure so that's uh you know don't watch with your children <laughs> yeah there's a pair of boobs in every episode if not a couple pairs of boobs yeah i think that's kind of the bit right like it's not even related to the story they're just no like, they're just like boobs and then yeah boobs some, walk by <laughs> Yeah, you're like, okay, well. A pair, right. pair of boobs. <laughs> um, good, great show so far, though. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Maybe um, if you're listening to this, you could send us recommendations on shows because now that, you know, Izzy goes down at like 7, that's like our, our like, yes, like, what are we going to do? Like, let's watch something. Let's watch The Sopranos or whatever. And so if there's a good show that you 
like and can recommend, then let us know. For sure. I, I thought um, something to steal from the ticket, but they do um, stupid movie reviews mm -hmm. or something related to that. So, like, they'll do, uh, like, Tokyo Drift. You oh, know, gosh. Or, hey, what do you mean, oh, gosh? No. It's great. It's not getting into it. It's great. Every time it's on, you have to watch it. It's a great film. Ah. Anything with the Vin puppy. Diesel. Oh, Dozer. Hi, Dozer. Um, yeah, or like uh, Grandma's Boy or something like Great that. Great one. So, you know, we should, we could do something like that. Watch a, a video, a movie. Okay. It'd be funny if you recommended like something that you enjoy and then I recommended like Out Cold or something like okay. stupid. That, you know. Let's do it for next time. Uh, I'm really excited. And I feel like very nasally now that I've sat here and talked for a minute, but am I okay? Sound okay. Uh, Ted Lasso? Yeah, and that's such a sweet show. Okay. Well, I thought like, you know, when you took the guy, that, you took the guy that. the gift card? Yeah. It's kind of like in season one, he has a moment where he like flips out of one of his workers. And then the next day he like apologizes. It's kind of like Ted Lasso. Are you saying I'm Ted Lasso? Kind of. That might be the nicest thing she's ever said. Will you record that, Paul? Are we recording? I um, love that show. It's so wholesome. It's Super really good. Sweet. But, too, uh, July 23rd is the second season. Okay. So we're coming up. We still got a little little time here. Yeah. What's today? The 7th? The probably. I don't know. 8th, 7th? 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. 7-7. Seven, seven. Oh, it's almost 7-11. Slurpee day. What? <laughs> People All right. Just taking like kiddie pools and fill them with uh, Can you do slurpees. That? Well, at one point they said you could take any sort of receptacle in and then fill it in a slurpee fashion. But then people were literally taking like 30. Let's gallons. line the back of the truck. Well, I think you have to get it into the store next to uh, the slurpee machine. Okay. So it's like just trash cups cans, of slurps. Kiddie, kiddie pools. <laughs> All right. What else is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's your switch to the new topic is the all right. All right. Is that what that is? All right. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to talk about something because I really, this is a, I don't know, this is kind of a serious issue, but I am six, sixth or seventh generation uh, Texan. I mm -hmm. grew up uh, obviously born and raised in Fort Worth. It's very near and dear to my heart. And um, something that, little bit of an issue lately we have um people like you not to you know point any fingers but californians that are coming into our cities and um causing major issues really creating <laughs> a lot of problems changing things i don't think for the better um you know it's arguable but i think the Maybe the highlight, the low light of this was the other day when I visited a local independent restaurant to pick up food for us. And I noticed a uh, coming soon sign. And I guess I won't say the name because I don't want to bash them. But um, a plant-based pizzeria coming hmm. to Fort Worth, Texas near our home. What does that mean? That's California's fault? Yeah, I, I don't know if they're related, but I... <laughs> It's got to be. Okay. Where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> and you're probably involved somehow, so. Whatever. I I have Explain barbecue yourself. restaurants. Have Californians Explain. gone too far? With pizza? This is one <laughs> symptom of a much bigger problem. 
I mean, if you think so, then that's what you think. I'm asking you. You're the one, you know, coming to Texas. Okay, five years old. You know, seducing <laughs> uh, Texans, having babies. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha for life. <laughs> what um, is a plant-based pizzeria? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask. So does that mean uh, there's no, like, cheese? Is it vegan? I don't know. I have a lot of questions. Has Californians gone too far in plant-based pizzas? I don't know. I mean, I guess. No. I mean. You would eat a plant, a plant-based pizza. I don't understand fully, I guess, what that means. Like, is it, there's like, I would, I guess, vegan. Like, so no cheese. I don't know. Cauliflower crust, probably. Hey, I love cauliflower. Which is already offensive. <laughs> I mean, let's just start with that. That's ridiculous, but. Isn't that near Mama's? Uh, Pretty close. That's yeah. funny. Which is the exact opposite. <laughs> Mama's is like, what? Five pounds of cheese <laughs> per so slice. Good. Yeah, I know. It is good. And um, then they just coat it with garlic butter. I don't know. It's kind of like there is a market for everything. If I feel I like. I mean, we'll see how long this is open, but it kind of proves that there is. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was offensive. and um, Well, you really love pizza, too. I am. I'm a big pizza fan. I would love to open a pizza place. We Let's have uh, actually a pizza oven at our commissary kitchen yeah. that I've used a bunch of times. And, and it's really difficult. Delicious. It's very, it, like, the dough-making process is tough. And I don't know. Um, you haven't done that in a while. That was, like, pre-Izzy. Like, while I was super pregnant, you'd bring home, like, 15 pizzas, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, our friend bought a brewery pizza place combo thing, yeah. and so I was sort of, like, testing some stuff because he, uh, he was, you know, doing that, but then, uh, I don't know. Anyway, but then we, and that was, like, too, where in the middle of COVID, we're like, what the hell do we do? And we have this pizza oven and, you know, yeah. our commissary. So we're like, maybe we could do delivery pizza, which thank God we didn't because I'm sure it would have been a nightmare, even more work for us to do. But right. I would love to open a pizza place. And then that's actually Yell at Yell MK, who I'm pretty sure I met at a Uncle Julio's bar waiting for to-go food. He's a TCU fan, um, follows us on Twitter, super nice guy. Oh, yeah. He, I think I remember Right? Yeah. I think it was, that was a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's super nice. Uh, he suggests opening Meatza, a meat-based pizza pizzeria. Oh. But so then is that even like the dough is made of meat? No. Okay. You could do... You could you do like frog raw like dough. <laughs> do you have what? Frog raw. <laughs> <laughs> What do you have? <laughs> uh, you could do like, uh, yeah, maybe like some fat in the dough or something or uh, beef tallow or just bacon, like a bacon crust. I feel like uh, Little Caesars or somebody did that. In the yeah, past. it's like double stuffed with like pepperonis and cheese oh, yeah. in the crust. I'm a, I'm a meat lovers fan usually. I like pepperoni, I think. Pepperoni sausage, little jalapeno. You do pineapple on pizza, which a lot of people would have. Let's a talk about with. it. Okay. Oh, these Californians. Oh. <laughs> I mean, strike one and two. Yeah, I love pineapple pizza, and I know that's a big issue with some people, but 
don't care. That's what I like. That's that's the argument. <laughs> that's what I like. Okay. Don't well, you're not going to convince me otherwise. <laughs> I feel like uh, it does make sense a little bit. The sweetness. Yeah, with... you can have pineapple on like tacos. Yeah, and it's delicious. Pastor. Yeah, delicious. Same. Um, well, I, I'm in your camp. I, I, I'm. It doesn't really bother me, but I think rules like that in general are stupid. Like that. Are they rules or are they just what are those called? Like. Yeah. Not rules. Oh, God. Are we going to go into sayings again? We're like the worst at like <laughs> sayings. Um, but that's like a, what is that word? It's something where it's like, it's not a rule, but it's like pretty much understood. Like if you do this, you're dumb. If you don't do that, you're dumb. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure people listening are like, you guys are so dumb. But <laughs> um, that, uh, whatever that uh, ugly, delicious David Chang show, yeah. he said, Something that I thought was interesting, but like authenticity is bullshit, which is like really an, an interesting thing to say, especially nowadays. But um, he was talking about his love for Domino's pizza and oh. like, you know, how he grew up with that. Mm -hmm. And so to him, that was pizza, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but, um, you know, how, you know, now it's like, oh, this is like has to be exactly this. And like, yeah, you know, uh, if it's you like have Japanese hardcore. food, only a Japanese guy can cook it or this or that. Oh, I see. He's like, you know, whatever. And I thought it was really interesting. And that show in general is really cool, but it was kind of like, well, you know, it, it's all relative. Everything like, you know, you and I didn't grow up with anything money wise no. and stuff. I, I was thinking about this earlier of like um, with restaurants and like it used to be even like my dad would say going to McDonald's was like the like once in a year thing like you yeah. know like the, the birthday or whatever and then i remember going to mcdonald's like it was a big deal yeah okay. I, I remember my first chicken nugget yeah yeah how was it it's awesome and dipping it in the sweet and sour sauce okay sweet and sour is good we've we discussed this on the grady spencer podcast mm -hmm. with the sauces chick-fil-a um we, for some reason, I love TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah, but this show's Do they have our, those, like, bacon bombers or something? Bacon bombers? Isn't that what they're called? <laughs> Potato skins, right? That sounds like something on the menu. But that was serious. Like, for my birthday, I'd be like, let's go to TGI. I want to go to TGI Fridays <laughs> as a kid. So, I don't know. Maybe that's the white trash in me or whatever. The only time but I ever go to uh, Fridays is, like, is waiting for a flight now. Like, oh. in Terminal... A or C, one of them. Applebee's. We talked about our love for uh, Applebee's uh, on one of the podcasts, I think. So I don't know. That's yeah. and two. We so did that Christmas Day once. We didn't discuss this because we um, weren't feeling well, but our chain gang group or whatever that goes to Olive Garden, we yeah. missed out on Olive Garden this week. Tell us about that. So I, you know, if I'm going to rank them, OGs at the top for me as far as chains go. Um, and so there's this little group of our friends. Um, you kind of have to be like, you know, asked to be invited. It's a big yeah. deal. Invite only. Invite only. Um, we're getting the private room at the Olive Garden off Ridgemar or by Ridgemar, Ridgely, Ridgemar. Ridgemar, yeah. Um, yeah. That dying mall, RIP. Um, we're getting bottled wine. If you sit at the bar while you're waiting for your table, drinks are half off so i've got photos of my friends code, holding yeah. 
multiple glasses of wine, <laughs> just waiting for the table. Um, you know, I don't want our waiter to hear this, but we've lied and said it's someone's birthday. So they bring out like the whole shebang. They got like cake, all this stuff. Which, you know, they just hate that. Yeah, but. They don't want to see. It's so much fun for us. I know, I know restaurants very well and I've. Yeah, I know well, that. to tie it into the other thing, that was like my Italian experience growing same. up. Same. I think that's why me. I love it so much. Our parents weren't flying to Italy so we could taste. No, never even been there. Homemade pasta. So uh, there is a weird, uh, you know, sort of connection you have to yeah, those. Yeah, and they give you Andy's mints. They do. Those are really good. Which is very Italian. The breadsticks too. Are they Italian? No, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like, um, so anyway, we've done this... Couple three times. or four times um and then this past friday it was a friday night too which yeah. is like okay it's booming yeah it's hopping you know it's a 30 minute wait plus yeah. um everybody's got their tank tops on just but ready we to... were under the weather yeah so we didn't get to go which i'm super bummed about so then the next day i text and i'm like give me the deets what's up who yeah. served you did you have the private room how many What'd bottles what about that did people get drunk yeah. what did everyone order how much Alfredo sauce did you guys eat? And um, they were like, it fell apart. It wasn't that good. Yeah. You guys weren't there. The puzzle broke. And I was like, what are you talking about? And so they kind of broke it down. They said, like, the fire alarm went off. All of yeah. these different things happened. For like five minutes. And they even sent a video because I was like, you guys are kidding. Like, what are you talking about? Fire alarm. Yeah. It's a video that's, like, literally just, like, blaring. The waiter. Um, the waiter that we normally request and will wait for. Yeah. Was not there. He had a um, had hurt his leg or foot or something, so he wasn't there. Yeah. So they were just like all around terrible experience. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, not good. So then I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't go. But was that the missing part? Would it have been good if we'd gone? Would those things have happened? Yeah, probably not. Gustavo wouldn't have, have served worse. us, and it wouldn't have been good. Yeah. Then that and and uh, multiple people got diarrhea too. Shh, I wasn't going to say that part. I think like I said where you know, maybe don't order shrimp at uh at that establishment, but uh Man. uh So where else should we go? I I always liked chilies. Dude, Applebee's is probably the best people watching. Oh yeah. yeah. We did that what Christmas Day two years ago. Right. And Outrageous. I live, live tweeted the whole thing, and a lot of people really enjoyed that. And it was the best. Packed to the brim, that restaurant was. Did we? I <laughs> felt like we talked about that. On I think episode, we did. did we? Yeah. We we have a interesting, because then in that, my friend got married in the middle of freaking nowhere, Georgia, and that was the one restaurant we went to. Yeah. It was like the uh, one place to get a beer. And then we showed up before the wedding. That was the only place to get some drinks, and so... It was literally like the entire wedding party in tuxedos. You went to Applebee's like three Applebee's. times in two days. Well, where else are you going to go? And, you know, whatever, whatever Georgia. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit about Georgia, but it sucks. <laughs> I would uh, I would have moved. Um, but, yeah. So Olive Garden, we missed out. We suck. We uh, support them wholeheartedly, even but though it sounds like they had some issues. But Next time. Literally, though, driving the other day. Every single restaurant that I drove by had a now hiring sign. Oh, 100%. Fast food, full service, quick service. Mm -hmm. like, and not not only that, but like every business, really. I mean, it seems like. So um, we we talked about this, but it's, and we talked about it last week, I think, but it's just like 
you know, fire alarm going off, that's something probably to worry about. But the other stuff, it's like, it, it's, it's tough out there. So has know, the, like, um, like governor Abbott was like, we're not doing this, uh, unemployment stuff anymore for Texas. Has that gone through? I yet? think it was the 26th of last month. Okay. Where so people are maybe starting to look more. I guess I really don't know how much of that is how, how much because and I'll I'm going to try to talk and then pull up this tweet that you sent me the other day, actually, because um, unemployment, I think, is a big symptom of it. But it's not like there's so many other reasons why, you know, people don't want to work or whatever. But right. Um, this was in the Dallas Morning News, and uh, it's the the title, Here's Why Some Workers Want to Make a Move. A quarter of workers are looking to make a change, according to some survey, which, again, is like who takes surveys, you know, first of all. I'm never going to answer People, that. Yeah. Somebody, you know, calls or whatever. So that it's, you know, read. Uh, this, we is talk that a about, call or email? Maybe an email. Yeah. Which then, I, you know, maybe. Uh, those workers said they wanted more pay, more work-life balance, and opportunities to grow and learn. So of why workers want to move, 50% said compensation, which, you know, makes sense. Because I think, especially in the restaurant industry, you know, most of the time uh, everyone's underpaid. You're, you're trying to keep margins and everything as, as low as possible or, you know, whatever. It's like on on average the, I think the average restaurant makes six percent profit a year is wow. what it was at least a couple years ago from some some pre COVID thing even. that I can't quote, but some dumb book I read. So if you think about that, you make every one hundred dollars of sales you have, you make six dollars. Mm. So, you know, we're dumb. Why are we in <laughs> the business we are? But um so I think too, I mean it's there's a lot of things that drive that, but like you know, to the, the restaurant industry in general, a lot of back of house workers are what minorities, mm -hmm. people that have come, you know, immigrants to the country. So they, you can pay less and all this. And, you know, we've always, always paid way more than the yeah. average pay for, especially for back of house. But then the other issue, then almost all front of house workers are tipped employees. So like in Texas, it's what, like $2 or something an hour for tipped employees is like minimum mm -hmm. wage. Um, but if you work like, <laughs> let's be honest, if you work at our bar, you're pulling four or $500 a shift, you know, or if you Ooh. work at Joe T's or someplace like that, you're making plenty of money, but the, you can't rely on that really. You know, if you're somebody like us, I don't know, I'm getting into a lot of whatever. Um, so number one was compensation. Why some workers want to make a move. Number two at 38% work-life balance. Um, that you makes sense. Yeah, I guess. It also is like the younger, I feel like the younger you are, the more you don't want to work. No offense to anyone, but just being in the industry, in our industry, it's like the, the younger you are, it's like, oh, I didn't want to have to mop or do something today, whatever it is. So I guess I'm yeah. just going to quit. Right. And then I'll just like, my rent is due tomorrow, but I'll just like figure that out somehow. Right. It's an yeah, interesting way that. to live. Yeah. Work-life balance is like, that's... Like, that's, I want to YouTube more than... Well, I mean, work. yeah, but it's also like you, if you want, like Paul knows this, anyone who's an entrepreneur, if you're like an owner of a business or, you know, something yeah. like that, 
you don't have a work-life balance. No, that's you not just even work. Like an option. That's why we waited ten <laughs> like, years to have a child. Uh, so that's you know whatever. But I I I understand that at thirty four percent growth opportunities. That's to a lot of like you know, and this to be clear, this isn't tied to restaurants. This is just in general workers in general. Um, so you know, a lot of people. Um, Maybe they're in a job where they don't have an opportunity to move up. Yeah. And, you know, I get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24% tired of the same work things. That's kind of, I think, related to your, we get that a lot where it's like restaurants are kind of the same thing every day, but then there's also like. Different characters. Yeah. Just, you know, there's, there's mm-hmm. other stuff that, that makes it a little more um, fun. Here's how employers are responding to the surge in turnover uh, from the same Dallas Morning News. To help retain and recruit workers, companies are boosting pay, offering flexible work arrangements, and adding more training offerings, among other incentives. Uh, so 76% of employers are increasing wages. Done. We definitely did that. Um, 65% are intensifying recruiting. Yes, also. 100%. Uh, 38% more training. Mm-hmm. 37% increased bonuses. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 22% improved work conditions. I don't know how to quantify that. I feel like we generally have good work conditions. Maybe you know, it's like hopefully. you get a new stapler if you had a bad one at other yeah. jobs. Increased benefits. I mean, we've always we've already provided full benefits. But I, I mean, it has been rough for us with employment, but I also think that like the core, like true... Heim, lover, staff, people, team members have hung in there with it. Like, yeah. and, and we have been great with, you know, everything COVID wise. And like, you know, I feel like we've done our part to maintain the staff that we have, but then there's always like those fringe staffers that are going to just turn over. That's just how it is. But we've yeah. had people that have worked for us for six years. I mean, and the majority, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anyone who's with us, let's say, multiple years that left, that left. during COVID. I don't think anyone. A lot of the, some of the newer folks, but then too, they, you know, they weren't with us that long. Or whatever. And I, I hate to, we always bring it back to us, which is like not, you know, like I don't want to talk about the ins and outs of our business, but I think it's, it's, it's a freaking weird time, man. And there's all so much going on and the, like inflation is crazy. That's only going to go cost like $90 to fill up my truck the other day. I know. It's just like a whole, uh, a whole nother issue, but you know, we keep, uh, printing money. So just, you know, keep it going. Um, uh, what, what, uh, to segue into another, uh, topic. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, uh, Kenny Rosso. But for a long time, one of my favorite follows has been Kenny Rosso, Thunderbird Pies. Um, we know Jay Jarrier, yeah. who's the founder, CEO, whatever, um, <clears throat> you know, his title of uh, the company, Delicious Pizza. Our friend Jeff Bekovic, who I've tried to hire like 20 times, you know, it's just, Jeff. he's uh, too expensive, but we love um, Jeff. He's all right. He's an Aggie. So, you know, you got to kind of, you know, weigh that when yeah. you're. You know, but it's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> so they uh, they are aggressive on social media. They are. Which I know you've gotten upset at me a few times because I've I got a quick trigger um, 
especially when it comes to Twitter. Um, but I want to talk about this incident. So they had a gentleman, so they did, this is also like, you have no idea what you're talking about to some people to like complain. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. like, so they do a Detroit style, uh, pizza concept Mm -hmm. called Thunderbirds, which is great name. I know. I I wanted to really good. I wanted to open a chicken place, like a Chick-fil-A knockoff hot chicken thing called Thunderbird. And I told Jeff, you know, you stole my name, but it's generic. So I get it. Um, they do a Detroit style thing, but it's out of like a ghost kitchen out of their Candy Rosso restaurants. Right. So you're with me. Yeah. So they only do it Monday through Thursday. Okay. This is a COVID thing. It was just like, hey, let's do this because we can kind of like know, our pizza delivery sales. Exactly. Like they're just like, hey, maybe this and it blew up and people are like, this is insane. I love this pizza. This mm-hmm. is awesome. So it worked out really well. So this guy, Tim, this is his comment. Ridiculous <laughs> in all capitals, which is like just off the bat. That's the what you write. So anyway, ridiculous. <laughs> That you're trying to steer people to order Detroit style pizza only Monday through Thursday and won't make them on weekends, exclamation mark. WTF, question mark. Have you ever heard of how to turn your customers off? And then in all capitals, dumb, dumb, dumb. Is this on Facebook? This was on Facebook. First of all, Facebook. You you never know what you're going to get from a customer on Facebook. So they they responded uh, as a company... Hey Tim, chill out. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can stop commenting and we can have a discussion if you calm the F down, which F the is letter the actual four-letter word. No, no, the letter. Oh, the letter. Yeah, uh, just, okay, just at this point. Clear, just to be clear. And he wrote WTF, the actual the letters. WTF. Um, so then Tim fires off three comments that are all within the same minute. So you know he's just hot. Just going. I'm not, I'm not chilling, dude. Don't tell me (laughs) WTF to do you chill, dude. The most ridiculous decision in all of restaurant history. Let's pause there. (laughs) The most (laughs) ridiculous decision in all of restaurant history. That's a lot of decisions. How, how long have there been restaurants? Hundreds of years? Hundreds of years. That's the most ridiculous one. Next comment. Calm the F with the letter down. All capitals with like a, what's the greater, greater than, than? Which must have been a misfire. And then a question mark. <laughs> then under, then the next comment, all capitals, really arrow pointing to his last comment. Okay. So he's like, just. Just look at like, this one. Look at this. Um, the next comment, who the F are you to throw an F bomb at me again, all letters, which is really funny. I think like, that's funny too. When people like, don't like actually just curse. I know. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, Thunderbird pies responds. Yes, really calm the F down. It's pizza. Uh, again, the letter. So I, I feel like this is tame so far. Like, I would have really probably let this guy have it, like, comment number one, which I know you're, this is why you're our social media person, and I'm not. Uh, to, I like peace. Well, this guy sucks. Though, I know, clearly. I know. A lot of people suck. So then he says, uh, who TF, who, yeah, who TF taught you anything about customer service or that the customer is always right? No. So this tells you the exact kind of person this guy. Right. 
the customer's always right. So no matter what I say or what I do or whatever, I'm right. You're and like, wrong. I can do this to every single place. Cause and I'm I can always just right. Be a jerk. You, yeah. you are a doofus. <laughs> so again, Maybe it's after all of these F's and everything, you are a doofus. Okay. Yelp and every other platform. Here I come. Oh gosh. It's my favorite threat. <sighs> it, it, and that's all it's good for, but I'll continue just so we can get through this. The, that's, this is Tim again. That's the all capital letters. Third time you have told me to calm the F down, exclamation mark. No worries. I will be calling the corporate headquarters tomorrow. Hilarious. <laughs> and letting them know about your BS attitude toward customers. Unreal. Take a chill gummy, dude, which is a funny way to end Maybe that. he was on gummies. <laughs> and then Thunderbird Pies responds, I am corporate motherfucker, which is like, <laughs> burn it down. Oh my the best. God. Uh, then they said, the customer is not always right. Sometimes the customer is being ridiculous. Um, and then it, you know, it continues. He, he's like, writes on Yelp or does all this other crap. Did he call corporate? Like, I wonder who would he call? Jeff, uh, Amador's, yeah, who's the social media probably guy. the one commenting that he is, yeah. Okay. So they and they so then they did a Dallas Observer did an article, yeah. Which was really I read funny, that. But, um, we we discussed this the other day, <laughs> and I feel like I know where you're coming from, but but I absolutely love it. I wish we could cuss more people out like that. What, okay, what do you think? I just don't, <laughs> I mean, I appreciate them. I love their pizza. I love Jeff and Jay and Jeff. Um, I just have a, I just can't, I just can't do it personally. And I run social and whenever I hand it off to whoever, whenever that day comes, they, they will not do that either. It's just how I personally, I don't think, I think that there's always a way to resolve an issue personally. So even if like this guy was like, like I would I, second comment. I'm going to Yelp. You guys suck. Blah blah blah. I mean, I still would explain it like why we do it, and this is what we train our people too. But I think do it's hilarious. Think this, it's I think like, it's a great. It was like they did a T-shirt and stuff. Like I think it's hilarious. I personally, I just can't. I. I guess my uh, I'm thinking like I don't negotiate with terrorists, so this guy well then block him and like get out of here well yeah you could do that i don't know i i see i see what you're saying because some people in the world are just like complete assholes i also do have an issue with like i never want to say anything that i i know for a fact this is going to get screenshot and like put on yelp right. or put somewhere so right. i also have an issue with that kind of stuff like i don't ever want to like leave a trail and be like hey you mf or like well so then someone can those... take it out of context and yeah. then be like these people suck which I will give an example, and I, I don't I think we talked about this on the podcast. I don't know, but dealing with the mask issue at restaurants has been oh, a yeah. nightmare for the last year. Yeah. And like for us, we're the owners, we say, okay, this is our policy, whatever. We're not the ones standing at the door telling people to put a mask on to mm -hmm. do whatever. So we had an incident where uh, kind of, not really the same as this, but it was a Facebook thing, but this gentleman, this older guy came in and was with his family, didn't have a mask on, 
They told him to put a mask on. This was like, I don't know, last year. The height, I, mean, I want to say like last fall. The height of COVID. Yeah, like right? August, September. When we're like, we're at 50% occupancy. We can have 24 people in Magnolia yeah. restaurant. And this, uh, you know, just ray of sunshine happened to be one of them. And so he doesn't want to wear a mask, come, gives the people shit, goes to the, gets a drink and then goes to sit down and then gets his cup and then was like, okay, I'm going to go fill up my drink. So then he walks from the table to the fountain mm -hmm. drinks without a mask on. Yeah. He had it like on his chin or whatever. Goes to, um, and, and then, so the 18 year old young girl, sweet mm -hmm. cashier, sir, can you please put your mask on when you're not at your table? Causes a scene, does a whole thing. Sits down at the table and let's say Paul, you know, is the is the cashier. Then he has a long sleeve shirt on, pulls his shirt back, and then does like middle finger to an eighteen year old. Girl. Yeah. And so uh, then we get a phone call. <laughs> no, so then we we got a Facebook comment where a guy said, uh, "They threw me out of the restaurant because and I'm a veteran because I am a veteran." That's right. And I was wearing totally, a Vietnam dude. veteran shirt, which is like, sure, that's our business policy. We mm -hmm. just find veterans and throw them out immediately. You know, it's like, give me a fucking break. So, uh, no, I mean, there are uncontrollable. I see where you're getting. There are like yeah. the uncontrollable, like these, this person shouldn't be allowed in the restaurant. Maybe this Tim person shouldn't ever be allowed. Well, to finish this story and why it relates to the Facebook and all that, then he comments that and gives us like a not recommend or whatever on Facebook. I literally pull the security because I'm like, what the hell? We're throwing yeah, like veterans out of our restaurant. <laughs> Immediately call the manager. Did this really happen? What's going on? You know, this is not good and, you know, not something we uh, approve of. And uh, then he tells me the story. I pull it up on the cameras. I literally post the video of him because then he walks over the table takes his mask off and like shakes his head and it's just like like a whole like it's like so uh, overboard finally free from you know this oppression of this barbecue that restaurant. like we started like we're the reason that yeah, masks are exactly a rule yeah. no we we're invented not. you know <laughs> covid um and then flips off the cashier and then the i thought the manager handled it really well gave him their money back just told him hey we don't do that here you know get the hell out whatever um Posted the video on this is what happened. Posted the video to his comment and was like, "No, man, you know this is this is our Here's policy. Proof. This is what happened." Because I didn't want him. Because then other people were like, "They threw you out because you're a veteran." Well, we're gonna riot that place. And yeah. Like, oh my god. So uh, then when I commented that he, I forget what he wrote, but he was like, "That that's not me," or something like some sort. And it was like, even then, I have it. You see his profile picture. You see the video. It's this, this is, there's the no way that this is not the guy describing the same event and exactly what happened at the time and everything else. And he was just like, no, that's not what happened. They threw me out because of this or that. So my point is that guy's a piece of shit. This Tim guy's probably a piece of shit. Yeah. And there's not really. Well, that, that's where you cut ties in my opinion. Yeah. Like I don't. I mean, I know, and Tim on this post was continually posting, which does like jar, up just jar the it. nerves. Well, that's mm -hmm. why I handled it, this side of things. But yeah, I don't know. I totally get it. Why they felt the way they should to respond the way they should, you know, like, like, 
I'm going to say just like I'm corporate mfer and like i get it i think it's hilarious which that was just, after like five comments though i felt like they tried to de-escalate a little bit and then finally it was just like i'm just gonna roast this guy yeah and then now More they're power to him selling that's it's hilarious i think it's hilarious that's all i i i and then i saw a guy who is you know comes to the restaurant a lot that owns a landscaping business and he was like i wish i could everyone wants to see that's the thing is like i would love (laughs) and like maybe it's they're just they're just more ballsy than anybody else like i mean they always have been this way i think it's hilarious i just still come from like the side of like we came from nothing and we're so thankful that we're here and like you know i'm just completely in that boat 24 7 whenever i'm posting even every day when i'm posting a photo i'm like like i mean it's really like a please come to our restaurant every single day well so i just am like in that that mindset i think you have probably a different perspective maybe or worldview than i do like everything you're saying is basically like you're you're thinking even this guy and this experience, which like his thing was like, he was just upset. He couldn't order pizza, which is like stupid. It's not like they did anything yeah. or screwed up his like order. Like he's alive still. Then you're like, okay, maybe there's, you know. Some... I know what you're going to say, I think. What I'm going to say is I think you, and this is a great quality to have. You're like, maybe this, I can still save this customer. Maybe there's a way where, hey, I It doesn't I know... even have to be a save. It just has to be a, this is why we do it. And then I can say, and I'm so sorry if you don't enjoy that or like that, or it's not your cup of tea, but this is how we do it. And then if he, at that point wants to like, you know, continue, then that's where it's like, I'm sorry, sir. And like cut him off. Right. But I see, I thought you were going to say like, I innately see everyone as good people. That's what I was going to say. Uh, knew it. But then you interrupted Sorry. Me. Whereas I see most people I interact with, especially on social media, are just the worst. Yeah. I think social media is like well, the worst thing that ever happened. You're all about Twitter. Twitter sucks, in my opinion. Well, it is. Uh, it's like the negative. It's yeah. the negative of the. I mean, I hate Facebook out of Instagram. Sucks. Instagram and Twitter. Then Twitter is the least. Instagram's great because it's just photos. It's just photos. But like, people can still comment some stuff, man. There are some funny comments on there sometimes. So are you saying I, I can do that now? I can comment like that? I just can't. Ugh, I just can't do you, it. I, I don't think you physically can. I don't. I think I, would, I wouldn't sleep that night. I would stay up and be like, oh, my God, I second guess every, like, that was so bad. I shouldn't have done that. Whereas I told a guy to F off on Twitter the other day and you got really upset at me. And so I have made a vow that I will not wow. do that anymore. <laughs> Must be so hard for you. Um, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's yeah, it's, right, Trav. I feel in your little heart, you... After that, you were like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Well, I felt that Not way, just because I got But irritated. it was just because I was like, Hammond's going to talk to me about this. And no, whatever, dude. <laughs> I can't do it. I know. I know. I know. It is. It is hilarious that they do it. My I, business method. If you're gonna like come at me and my like person or something, then like I'll like I'll have yeah. an issue. If it's like a rando, like think of how many random people we serve every single day. Like, right. of course we're gonna have nutsos, and then you just kind of like go through them and like, okay, that person's nuts, and then you like know that right you're gonna deal with that. So. Yeah. I don't feel like escalating it is a necessity, right. I guess. 
Yeah. Because then it just, especially with that person, is just going to make it even worse. Then now he's going to create and not 50 the, Yelp accounts yeah, to yeah, write yeah. Yelp reviews and do. User01 other, uh, at gmail.com. Ridiculous stuff. But anyway, I I love those guys and I hope that, you know. I hope no they one, made a lot of money on the shirts. Well, I think it it's a huge drama that, you know, people, most People are like, oh, this is great. You know, but that's what the like, other side of it is that a lot of people respect that because they, yeah. uh, you know, people like me yeah. behind barbecue isn't going to be like, hey, mother effer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I almost said it. I don't want to say it. Um, and so, like, you know, I think people in general know that restaurants do kind of take, if you're a cool person, you know, restaurants do take oh, yeah. slack every day. all the time. Every day. And so when someone like, um, Thunderbirds, Candy Rosso is like, hey, actually, this is how it is, and this is what yeah. we're dealing with, and you know, we're just straight up, it kind crap, of is. Yeah. I think that's why you do have a lot of you know followers on Twitter because they they know you're gonna like say funny stuff like that. Yeah, it just um, scared. I'm just like, I think I'm I'm just too nice of a person. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. <laughs> um, well, anyway, I just uh, shout out to them. I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> and I I wish I could do that more, but. We've actually, we haven't got a lot of complaints lately. No. <laughs> you know what the <laughs> biggest complaints have <laughs> been? And like, if all of, you know, we did have to raise our prices, um, <laughs> as sucky as that is like currently, every, every single restaurant America, has, as but, well yeah. as labor costs and all of that stuff, labor wages and all. Um, but like, no one has said anything about plates or right. meat prices like by the bulk or right. sides the only thing i've had complaints on is the taco plate right which which is like is hey like guys that's special. the same meat <laughs> that is from like the brisket that we also had to raise prices then the tacos also got raised because it's that meat so which, i've gotten messages about that which is really funny and that and we talked about that like you know, whatever the brisk, you get like two tacos, you get chips and queso, salsa for the combo. Right? Yeah. Um, you can add cheese or whatever. So it, we raised it like $2, $3. Or um, it was $9.99. I think it's $13.99 now. Okay. Well, that is a lot. But the but it's a whole at meal. the end of the day, that brisket is cooked for like 16 hours. Yeah, it's We're delicious. Now, I think we said 5.30 last week. Yeah, and their homemade is, taco or uh, tortillas. This week is five twenty a pound is what we're Oof. paying for brisket. So you're getting CAB Prime brisket that you know basically twenty four hours of labor went into and right. all that. So, but that's maybe a thing that just I, I think like places like Cane Rosa run into this where, and it's a huge thing for barbecue, but maybe not as much the last couple of years. But these foods should be like inherently cheap like right. barbecue should be affordable which is something i agree with but pizza burgers like all that stuff so now when you have you're paying outrageous prices mm -hmm. not just for meat but for everything else on the menu you know down to like plastic gloves all the stuff that we're having to deal with and then people are like well taco a taco should be two dollars you know a taco should be cheap yeah. or whatever so I think that just well, part. and also like during COVID, we were like that's when we started two dollar corn dogs, like right. two dollar Tuesday, two dollar draft beer, like when when Wednesday, all those things. Like we did those as and market them as like deals. And Dude, we're ahead of the trend now. There's craft barbecue places opening corn dog food trucks <laughs> and uh, other stuff. So um, I, uh, but now that you know COVID is over and 
prices of our products have just gone up, we've had to go up on the deal prices. And so right. I think that's hard for some people to understand. And I, I get it. I completely get it. But, um, but then know, they I just say like, we still really love you guys. I'm like, okay, thanks. Well, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, hey, I appreciate that. Okay. I mean, if Tim had said that, maybe it would have gone a different way, but, Tim. um, I want to talk about my Peloton journey. <laughs> you bought a Peloton. Yeah. A year ago, two years ago, yeah. maybe. And you're pretty active on it. I yeah, would say. I like it. Um, I've uh, just finally given in. I've done a couple rides and I felt like shit. I was actually going to try today maybe to to do it again. And I, I do the beginners classes, mm -hmm. which still just absolutely kick my ass. But um, our friend Bob Sturm, he's like huge on, on Peloton. Yeah. My friend Jordan, I was going to say, has done like 1,700 rides. That's insane. Speaking like of Kenny Rosa, Jeff, Jeff does them too. Oh, Beck, yeah. Yeah, yeah he... Uh, He's an animal. A lot of people, you don't realize until you have a Peloton that there's a lot of people that are riding on Pelotons Which around the world. This leads into my next question. Is this a cult? Have I just been indoctrinated into some sort of so, weird you know, underground thing? For me, like with Izzy, <laughs> and if I know like, okay, I'm going to be like hunkered down working at the house or whatever today. And like I put her down for a nap and I get on the Peloton, it literally feels like I like left the house. Like I'm like in another world, I'm zoning and it's an awesome like 30 minutes and then you realize how much pain you're in or whatever. But it's, it is kind of like a cold, like you're like, okay. Glad you admitted that. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. It's weird. And I don't like. What? The instructors. I, I said this too on Twitter, but they're like. All right, just keep smiling. Everybody smile. And That's because like, you're in the beginner's class. I haven't smiled class. at all. Do they not say that in the other classes? No, in the other classes, they're like, okay, what is his name? Cor Corey Rigsby, I think is his name. Okay. He's One of my favorites. Like. Yeah. And he'll be like, let's talk about, like, it'll be like all Spice Girls or something, or like all, like, you know, girl bands or boy bands or like all Enrique Iglesias or something. And you're, he's just like, okay, let's rank these. Like, who's the best? Or he'll be like, only the true fans know this song. And then I'll be like, oh my God, I'm, I'm a, a true, true fan. Because I know this song. So then you'll be like dancing. And you're like, you know, and then you're like, oh my gosh, now we're in cool down. Right. I like those kind of rides. I'm not, I don't like the ones where it's like, we know this sucks, but just don't think about the world. You're on this bike right now and let's zone in. It's like, no, no. Like I, that's almost exactly what the one I know. Cause said. that's what they always say. And that's like yoga. Thing, Leave it on the mat. It was also <laughs> like a uh, classic rock. I think I did. And the girl's like, just feel the music, just get into it. Just, you know, just fit. It was an uncle cracker song, uncle cracker, <laughs> which first of all, Classic rock, really, but then too, like I've never really gotten into. You gotta, you do kind of have to check the music. Can you? Why well, I, I did look up. There's a Grateful Dead ride that's 45 minutes, and I was like, okay, well, I'm never gonna do that. You know. <laughs> I don't know if I could do Grateful Dead. Like it's got to be like good. Something like bouncy. you gotta zone in and yeah. like, yeah. I don't know that you need to try. I think his name's Corey. I liked the girl, the redhead girl, the other girl I didn't like really. She was like just intense. Like I was like this, she could beat me up. Really. I think that's the one that like started it. Emma love something. Right. 
And then um, I told you her thing at the end is live, laugh, love well every time. Love well, yeah. Which I just like, just nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> I hate any type of, you know, like, I don't know. Was, I don't know. So I'm glad you admitted it's a cult. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow my journey, uh, oh my, God. <laughs> my username is smokedog69420. Um, so please. Two GGs69420. So you can follow me on Peloton. I have a few uh, followers, actually. Uh, I think mine's just like day. Emma Seheim. Yeah. That's not yeah. as good. No, you got to get creative with it. Um, but yeah, that's so that's fun. So follow us on there. Um, speaking of cults, you said something funny the other day. We didn't put this <laughs> in the notes. But I want you to explain this a little more. Oh, Lord. You had described a where we were we had a we were in a situation or something you know i don't want to give it too much but um you said i i really wish i had a sister wife right now <laughs> and that was one of the funniest things i've ever heard so oh. do you want to elaborate on <laughs> that situation or I think it was, um, <clears throat> speaking of cults, I guess is why I, I think it was like, there's like something going on with Izzy. I had to do something else. <laughs> and then we I had to go to a thing that we didn't want to go to, or you that's didn't want to go right. to. I didn't want to go to this event. And I was like, dude, this is when I wish I had a sister wife. So then, then she could just go <laughs> and then I could just like stay at home. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> but so, uh, but then I said, not a bad idea because there are other parts of a sister wife situation that I think benefit the man. But then you said, no, no, no. Sister wife specifically for just events. cleaning and events, cleaning. laundry, yeah, babysitting. Yeah. Oftentimes. I see what you're getting at. That's not an option. No, I just, I mean, you said it, so but anyway, I thought that was... This is when I could use a sister wife. It's, it's a, like a half, half sister wife, some sort of, it's like a sister wife, but just for I'm not trying to, work. like, yeah. 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 Um, just to, like, be the face when I, like, don't want to go to events, and, like, you're like, you have to go to this, and I'm like, dude, no. And then, like, she could go in my place, right. and then I could watch Netflix. Yeah. Almost like a soprano thing. Like uh, I'm the boss, but then this is like my underboss who yeah. goes and talks and does the. I Basically. don't know. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I um, I said that. <laughs> before we get to uh, to questions, um, oh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to shout out because I literally told you this, and uh, this is genius. And we follow these guys on Twitter, and I actually I need to email them. I, I, Something that's unrelated, but there's a place called Wright's Barbecue in Fayetteville, Arkansas, yeah. um, which is the home of the University of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. They do uh, bacon burn-ins, which look delicious. They do brisket. Yeah. You know, I think it's not, I don't know if they say they're Texas style, but they do some Texas stuff. Yeah, it looks great. It looks awesome. Um, they're super nice guys. The rules change for college athletes, which is a really cool thing. So now NIL. So college athletes can make money off of name, image, and likeness. And there's a ton of rules associated with this and things you can say and can't say and do and, you know, whatever. Um, I literally told you what last week? Like two days ago. Was it? I thought like three days ago. Three days ago, maybe that um, 
How funny would it be if we sponsored? No, it was Saturday. Oh. Today's. How do you remember that? Because we had an appointment on Saturday. We were driving oh. there. Um, you have a way better memory than I do. <laughs> Uh, but I said we should sponsor the TCU offensive line and mm -hmm. do like a funny video where they like come in and eat and all that. Um, well, of course, like a lot of things, I wait too late and Wright's Barbecue sponsored the offensive line for Arkansas, which is hilarious. So. We could still do it. I, I mean, I hate doing stuff that other people did. That's why our menu is the way it is. And yeah. we don't have, well, you know, that's another topic. But anyway, they're awesome. That was hilarious. They got some publicity on Twitter and other stuff for it. And I was like, God, I knew that was a great idea. So, um, we're open to, we've gotten a few DMs. We're open yeah, to sponsoring. Yeah, a couple baseball players have hit us um, up. And obvious, the obvious thing would be TCU and football, but, you know, maybe uh, throw some volleyball players in there. Maybe get some yeah. other, you know, I don't want to just discriminate. The ladies. Uh, yeah, specifically to, to the football guys because um, – they're probably getting a lot, but so anyway, then I wanted to mention this just because I know how you're going to react. Johnny Manziel tweeted about this, where you can get money from name, image, and likeness. Give Reggie Bush his Heisman back while we're at it. Reggie mm, Bush. Reggie Bush. Top five. I know Dwayne Johnson's up there, dude. But you had a big crush, Reggie Bush. Yeah. Pre Kardashian. Pre Kardashian. Okay. That was kind SC. of his prime. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love some SC football. <laughs> so your grandfather went to University of Southern California. Yes. Mm -hmm. If we had, I'm comfortable saying I, I like SC. I oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. I mean, TCU is obviously our team, but he had all the memorabilia, OJ. Like in the living room. Yeah. Really cool stuff. And then Reggie Bush may be the best college football player of all time. I feel like you could throw Tim Tebow in there. I feel like maybe a Bo Jackson. Who am I leaving out? I don't know. Um, but he was at least probably the most, like, electrifying, like, awesome yeah. player. But you just thought he was hot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all I wanted to bring up. So anyway, Super hot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So give him his Heisman back. I agree. I mean, but then that's kind of like the Shikari thing. Like, that was the rule then. Well, so do you get... Because he got money like the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Allegedly, they bought his parents a house or they did like all What's this stuff. What's wrong with that? Well, I agree. I mean, a lot of these kids going into college are like... Had nothing. Their family, they're mm -hmm. the first person in their family Oops. to go... Oh, it's okay. The first <laughs> person in their family to go to college, to get a degree, to do all this. And so it's like, you know, if Nick Saban or somebody is like, hey, I'll give you a free, you know charger while we're at it then it's like okay like, is well, that that big a deal don't mind if i do put some rims on it um so anyway and then i said probably the greatest athlete of all time i put this on twitter uh jim thorpe mm -hmm. why don't we give him his olympic records back while we're at it because they took all his olympic medals yeah. away and then posthumously gave his medals back i think to his family but at that point it's like you know, so stupid. And then still, I think his records aren't in like officially in the Olympic thing. So the Shikari thing, let's start with that. But then let's, there's a lot of other things that they could, you know, go back and, and change. But I think the other highlight of this, the college football video game, one of my favorite video games of all time. Yeah. It's coming back, baby. Great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Very exciting. Right. Paul's excited. So, but then the players will actually make money. <laughs> yeah, off that's of it. good. So that's no, I cool, think that's good. 
Um, let's hit some questions and then, because we're we're doing good let's on time. Let's do it. Is there any other? Oh, F one. F one. Real briefly, uh, shout out Mark Hoppus. You know, this is something where I don't want to spend a lot of time, but Mark Hoppus, the bassist singer for Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, has cancer and yeah. announced he's going so through sad. chemo. And I, th- this was something that I think maybe I've been dealing with, but like nothing makes you feel, nothing kind of like helps you realize your uh, mortality, like having a child or yeah. someone that you know or something like that getting cancer. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, you're like, this is crazy because that's a band I love that I grew up with. And then this guy, and I'm like, I'm still 18, right? I'm yeah, still, I'm 13 years old. You know, like, and nobody likes you when you're 23, you know, and like know. all the, like whatever. And, um, so anyway, we're, we're praying for you and rooting for you and everything else. But, you know, that's kind of a sad deal. The other day we got sentimental and we're just at the, re- or I was at the restaurant just playing, Blink-182 on the speakers. No, I know, but with our friends. And I'm sure everyone was like, what the hell? (laughs) What is going on? But anyway, shout out, Mark. We love you, dude. Um, Formula One talk. Yeah. Austria Grand Prix was this weekend. What'd you think? I thought there's a lot of five-second delay or penalties. Yeah, that was weird. There was a lot, a lot of some dirty, dirty racing. And I felt like... I'm uh, into it. I'm into it. I felt like uh, warranted. I didn't, yeah. Because to the, what, Perez got two. Perez got two, yeah. And then Lando, which I'm, I'm root for McLaren, and I like Lando. Yeah. I know you do too. Uh, Great name. Is it? Lando. Isn't that a Star Wars thing? Is that is there a Star Wars guy, Lando? I don't know. I don't watch Star Wars. I don't either. Um, <laughs> finished P2 in qualifying. Mm-hmm. So he started on the front row, which is huge uh, for McLaren, and then pushed off Perez maybe, I think, but five-second penalty for basically going too wide and then pushing Couldn't, somebody getting into, them off. The, yeah, off the, into the gravel. Um but then Lando finished driver of the day and in third, third place on the podium, which was huge. Once again, old Maxi number one. That I don't. I think he led the whole time, had the fastest lap. Was like just it wasn't even like yeah. it, you were racing for second basically. So, oh um, Hamilton fourth, is that right? Fourth, yeah. yeah, fourth, and that was an interesting thing too because then he. Went over the barrier thing, had a little I damage. think they call it a sausage right. bump Some or something. Of... I was like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like had some damage. So then they had on the radio, they said, Botas, you got to let Botas go by because he's got the faster car, um, which then that goes into their drama of everything. And then also. So Botas was second, right? Second. Yeah. And then Hamilton re-signed his contract this week. So he's there, but they still don't have a second driver yet. Oh, so that was man. kind of a, But, you know, Botas was like, finally, this is my time. Hell to, yeah, he was. To cruise by. Let that so. little light shine. That was awesome. Um, do you think, I mean, Hamilton finishing, what, fourth? Do do you think they can make a run at Red Bull? Because even Perez, Perez had 10-second delay 
and I think still I feel ended like in they're, fifth. They're all like really trying to beat Hamilton yeah. now. Like it's like they don't even care. You know, if they're first, second, or third, they're like, we just don't want him on the right. I think his own teammate feels that way. Well, so. yeah. Uh, but Perez, I'm, I'm here for it. There's a couple like times Perez uh, and Lando when they were battling. You could tell the Red Bull car is just faster. Like in right. the straightaways, they're yeah. like, he's going to, there's nothing they can do. So they tried to like avoid it a little bit. Um, shout out George Russell, who was in 10th place. And I thought this was a funny tweet. Bum Chillips. At EDSBS, who's just a funny Twitter follow, always has great jokes. He tweeted, uh, George Russell is out there getting points in a car made of off-brand Legos. <laughs> I thought that was a shout-out at, uh, at Bum. But, uh, That's funny. Yeah, so he they were battling in 10th, and then on three laps to go, Alonzo took over, and they ended up not getting a point. But that would have been the first Williams point in Aww. a long time, I think. Um, that's crazy. They used to be so good back in the day. Very weird. Yeah. So really good race. I thought, yeah. you know, a lot I mean, of action. It beats just Hamilton and Botas right? going out and winning. And then you're like watching a seventh place uh, battle. So I think Silverstone is next on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably get this podcast out in a few days. So we'll, we'll stick to that. Um, before we do listener questions, restaurant spotlight Ooh. of the week. We haven't done this in a little bit. Um, one of your favorite places that you told me about, and I got to enjoy probably, what, a month ago or yeah, something? Yeah, I think so. Um, we took Izzy. Mm-hmm. That was fun. But uh, tell us tell us a little more about it. Um, Coco Shrimp. Mm. It's so good. Um, it's, first of all, just the atmosphere and everything that they've done inside the restaurant. We're, I'm talking about the one in the near South side. I think they've opened two since then, or I they have a food truck. There's in a one. food truck off by Western center area, right. I believe. And then I think they've just opened in Dallas or something. I didn't get the address to that, but I um, this is Brian Avenue and yep. the near South side. Um, South Main. South Soma. Main. Soda, Soma. Soda, Sopa, Soma. But we love the islands and Hawaii and, um, they have like completely done like a whole tropical Hawaiian theme in there. Surfboards. So it's like you, you like walk in and you actually do feel like you're at like a little restaurant in Hawaii. It's cool. It's really cute. And um, what it's really awesome about them too is um, they've done everything themselves. So they got a lease on the property and then they like changed everything. So there's like murals. They've done That's all. Cool. Yeah. They've done a lot of their own stuff. And so then about the food. The food is uh, shrimp, cocoa shrimp. So they do coconut shrimp. They do, I think it's like three or four different flavors of shrimp. Some kind of gar- um, garlic butter. And then like good. lemony garlic butter um, rice. And then they do a salad with it. And it's really, really good. Um, and that's what I really like about that restaurant is they figured out, like, this is what we do. This is what we do really well. And this is kind of how we feel about barbecue, which, you know, we could always do another concept. But for our barbecue restaurants, it's like, you know, stick to what you know and put it out great every single time. And that's what they do. And it's the same yeah. every time. It's done really well. Um, and then you get, like, this plastic cup that says, like, Aloha Forever or something. And plastic I just really like underrated. it. I know. We need to do branded plastic cups. That's like a Dickies Rudy's thing. But yeah. Like, like it's like awesome. Instance, it's cool. Yeah, it's really cute. And then 
anyway, I just think they do a great job all around. And if you haven't been, go try it out. It's an easy like lunch spot too. So if you only have like an hour, 30 minutes, whatever, they, they do a good job at getting you in and out. So coconut shrimp, I could just eat probably every day. See, I don't like coconut shrimp. You don't, you know, but I go, you don't like coconut. I don't, that's like my one bugaboo. Right. Um, but I go for like, I think it was like a lemon herb something garlic something something shrimp, that's really which is good. also delicious because i try yeah you can get a sampler that's multiple different um like i think it's all the flavors or three of the flavors in one sampler so anyway shrimp, there you go 318 brian ave um they also have the food truck that i think is still going and they're opening more i think they did open too, one like so. last week or something i followed them on instagram i good just for them, yeah. yeah they're killing it um Awesome. Well, that is our restaurant spotlight. Check it out. Tell them we told you to go there, just like with the raw beer last week. Shout out. Um, Listener questions. Do you want to pick one of these, a couple of these? Shout out to everyone who sent in questions. We kind of, we didn't get a ton this week. (laughs) Well, these are all very, very barbecue specific. Yeah. Which I did put this on Twitter. So this is like, you know, just kind of scrape the barrel for these, but. Um, any one of those that you think? Um, okay. Tyler texts Gran. How would one that wants slash dreams of being a barbecue spot owner get started with a food trailer? What are we, a hundred and an hour and 20 minutes in? Probably do an <laughs> hour and 20 on this. Um, yeah. At Tyler TX Gran. Um, this guy follows us on Twitter. I know we've messaged, I think before. Um, how would one that wants to dream, wants or dreams of being a barbecue spot owner get started with the food trade? I, I mean, where to begin? I, I, it's never been easier. <laughs> I could tell you that. I think <laughs> part of, uh, like different than maybe with us six years ago. Um, the first thing that I would say is get comfortable with your cooking, you know, yeah. like make sure that make sure people like your food. And to be honest, that may not even matter. You know, like I read an article about a guy opened a food truck and had cooked his first brisket like six months before that. Wow. So, uh, and I think they're doing well still. So it's like, maybe that doesn't even matter anymore, but, um, you know, learn as much as you can about the process and how to cook. You can literally watch a masterclass with Aaron Franklin. Now you can look up YouTube videos, anything, um, you can take it, a class with Travis Heim behind barbecue. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and I'll tell you pretty much everything, all of our secrets. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, you want to get comfortable, but like even back in the day with us, you couldn't buy a smoker. Now you can just buy a smoker from Moberg, from Millscale, from, um, there's a bunch of other, um, yeah. Back in the day when we did it, there wasn't a maker. No, you had to build your own. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, forgot well, about that. That's how much things have changed in the last, you know, uh, whatever, you guys got so. it good. <laughs> you can just buy one, learn how to use that Two, there, There's a great book called setting the table. That's why I have this tattoo, Danny Meyer. There's a, it, near the end of the book. He talks about in, in relation to opening new restaurants or new locations. Um, and one of the things of that, there's like six things I think, but one that stuck out, stuck out to me is, uh, talking about market share, talking about like specifically with barbecue. If I'm going to do that and open a food truck for the first time, should I do it within a block of a well-established barbecue place? Not if you want to be successful and long-term, like what I would do is go to 
a place where there's not any competition or a place mm-hmm. where I know I like this market, people want this food, whether it's barbecue or whatever. Um, but you know, where there's not anything like that and I know, okay, at least I'm kind of on my own and I can, can do that. So one, I would say, you know, just make sure you know what the hell you're doing food wise. Um, it's really not that expensive anymore either. You can buy a food truck, you could buy a smoker, you could do, you know, just save some money and do that. And then I think too, the way that we started and the way that a lot of places are or have started, just do like one day a week, just do like two days a week, like do it to where you can manage it and you're comfortable. You know, you go till you sell out, you make sure every single bite that you serve is perfect and, uh, and all that. And then two, that's, you know, artificial scarcity. That's a way to get more people to, Oh, wow. Have you heard about this place? They sell out super early. Daniel Vaughn's going to write a 20 page article about you and Oh, man, I'm sorry. Are you, do you feel like you're getting uncomfortable with me talking about this? But, um, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I think the biggest thing that we've talked about is you have to have a passion for it. Yeah. And I think that's important. And I think the thing that I see a lot of times now is where maybe I'm more focused on getting the acclaim and the celebrity and all that than I am on the actual food. Agreed. And that's what drives me nuts, but maybe that doesn't even matter. It drives you nuts because you know how hard it is to do it. And it's not about, you shouldn't be focused on getting the, you know, quotation marks fame or recognition. You should be focused on serving your people quality, great food. Right. That part, the like recognition, the love from the community, all of that stuff will come to play as it is supposed to and because you're doing it right. So to be, that's completely backwards to go into it being like, I hope I get top 50. I hope that, you know, I'm in, you know, Fort Worth magazine or whatever locally and all of those things. Every review has to be perfect. (laughs) That's a hundred percent backwards. Um, Serving your community being good to people, treating your staff right, doing, you know, those things first, there's not, you're not going to not get the acclaim. Right. If you're doing it that way. That's a result of, of all of that. Right. And, um, so anyway, I'm getting a little bit off topic, but I think, you know, it's, you know, it's, it seems like it's an easy thing to do nowadays. If you want to open a deal (laughs) like that. Because we have three and one on the way. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like shout out to um, Brian who left uh, Bodacious and then he's opening his yeah, own Yeah, Sunbird. He bought a food truck, like saved a bunch of money. He worked there for a long time. They're top 10, you know, Texas Monthly, whatever. The guy clearly knows what he's doing and mm-hmm. also on the basics, but it's doing more creative stuff and all that and opened uh, the food truck where he lives in Longview which as we know from just spending time there, there's not a lot of really good barbecue options. You know, we can say that. And uh, so too, all all of those things leading to the the guy knows what he's doing from a food standpoint. He's going to be serving great stuff, you know, found a a spot where he knows that there's a market that people are going to come to and is just doing it how he can do it, you know, and cooking as much as he can. And then um, sort of slowly building um, from that. And so I'm sure, Within a year, he'll probably have a new smoker, have a, you know, oh, thing, yeah. who knows. But He's got lines so, so long. I've seen some photos on social. But it's a great, 
a great example of like looking at somebody now and how to do that. And I think he's really doing it all the same way. If you open in a big city or something like a Fort Worth, Dallas, Houston, you have a ton of competition. It's really tough. You're, you're going up against other food trucks, but also other restaurants and stuff. So that's what I'd say, you know, find your market, find your, your niche thing, you know, and something, what, what am I doing? Do. Yeah. What is something I'm doing even that's a little bit different or this yeah. is our own space. Like when we opened the food truck, we did bacon burn-ins mm-hmm. that didn't, didn't even exist. And so that was another thing where people are like, oh, this is cool. It's barbecue, yeah. but you have this. Um, did I even answer that question? I don't know. I mean, and sort also of. like, don't quit your job until <laughs> it's good. Well, we learned that. Yeah. I mean, Well, you didn't was... have a job and then I maintained like our actual like rent and paying bills while yeah. you were building, you know, smoking and all that stuff. And then I was able to quit. Right. And then that, and too, that was when we were two days a week and then we were able to open more and just kind of build it. But if we hadn't started small like that, then, you know, you can't just go into it and go seven days a exactly. week and all that. I mean, you got to really, really balance it, which, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, uh, super interesting, but yeah. Okay. I, I feel like we answered that yeah. kind of. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Gary W. Patterson won best wood to smoke ribs. This is not Coach Patterson, by the way. This is a different guy, but uh, yeah. this guy follows us on Twitter, always is writing questions, so we really appreciate it. I like pecan, to be honest. Cause for I ribs? Think for pork ribs? For smaller, for slower, or not slower, for smaller, like quicker uh, cooks, like something ribs take three or four hours, you know, depending mm-hmm. on what you're doing, um, a turkey or something like that. I like a wood that has a little more fragrance to it, you know, uh-huh. a fruit wood, like a pecan apple, peach, um, even a cherry, you know, it just has kind of some sweetness to it. So it's another sort of, you're thinking about flavoring, you know, one is the meat, one is the rub, one is the sauce, and then the smoke too, there's an element of flavor with the smoke. So if you're using like a mesquite, you know, it's going to be super, super strong, uh, powerful, but like in a Valentina's taco, that's what I want. Oh, yeah. I mean, delicious. Or like a really good steak, a mesquite's good. Oak is good. It's just a lot more balanced. Um, so I prefer it for brisket, for really anything, pork pork uh, butts, beef ribs, anything kind of that's going to take a while. Because, um, again, I want a balance of the flavors. I, yeah. You know, on the ribs, it's almost like that's fine. Pork ribs. Um, so I'd say pecan. Mm. Yeah. I had a thing where my dad said my grandfather would almost would only use pig nut wood, pig nut wood, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Is that just some weird Marshall, Texas bullshit? Yeah. And I was at a Food Waste Texas event and I said that to Rob Walsh, who's an author, great author of Texas kind of barbecue food historian, wrote Legends of Texas Barbecue, a bunch of other books. And, um, I was like, have you ever heard of that? What the hell is that? And I guess he said that he had heard that uh, it's hickory, basically. Okay. I guess there is a uh, hickory nut that resembles maybe the testicles of a pig or something. Okay. Like, there's some sort Specifics. of... Specifics. <laughs> some sort of weird <laughs> connection there. Okay. And so if you use pig nut, but he was like, I've only... Like, that's such a that's weird That's interesting. That you would... That you would know that. <laughs> and I was like, well, sorry. I mean, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here either. So 
Um, I got a question about uh, flying with our meat. I think last week oh, yeah. I mentioned um, that my best friend was in town from L.A. and it was Father's Day. And so she was going to basically take home a bunch of meat for their Father's Day celebration um, and totally doable. Someone asked if they could stop at our Mockingbird Dallas location before getting on a flight to um California specifically, right. but getting on a flight in general, if they could pick up a whole brisket and take that on the flight, a hundred percent. Yeah, you can. Right. The only thing I would suggest is if you are um, going to be traveling long, let us know like 48 hours in advance and we can back seal and chill it for you. And then that way you can take it on the flight with some like um, freezer bags or whatever. And then that way it's, it's good to go. It's a food safety thing more than anything. Like you For can sure. buy whatever you want and take it with you, but we, we would, for us personally, we would rather <laughs> it make, you know, if you're serving it at the optimum temperature and everything and making sure everything's, you know, kosher. So, uh, yeah, you can always message us ahead of time. We've frozen briskets, ribs, yeah. anything, you know, and you can also, if you're, if you're just like, Oh, I should have, you know, done a brisket myself or whatever for this party this afternoon. And I didn't, um, well, first of all, if you're doing a brisket that late, then you're not going to make it, but yeah. you can always go to any of our locations and pick up a whole brisket. We'll weigh it out and, um, charge by the pound. So anyway, there you go. Awesome. Any of these other questions or you think we're good? Um, uh, I think we're good. Let's do some Patreon, Patreon shout out. So a uh, podcast that I love, this was a thing that they would do. And so, um, we're gonna, we're gonna steal it and start doing it. So we wanted to shout out, especially the last, um, uh, you know, whatever, six months, <laughs> we haven't done a podcast. Yeah, sorry. And so <laughs> we lost a couple uh, patrons, which is understandable, but, um, we just wanted to shout out everybody. So we, I don't know if we'll do this every week. We may shout out like new Patreon, yeah. Patreon, Patreon, patrons, patrons, <laughs> Patreons, Patreons, Patrons. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Road. Um, <laughs> so, uh, number one, the Todd Father. Oh, Todd. Which Love you can Todd. put in like creative names. You don't have to just put your name. So, like the Todd Father, which is our friend Todd. Can we, should we say last names? Todd Most Blackburn. Friends. Yeah. So Todd's awesome. Deadhead of a friend of ours. We usually go to shows with them. Always, a, always a party. Him and his wife. I hope we're like them. I know. When we grow up because they're both they're just best. super athletic and fit. They're Pelotoners. Well, there you have it. I am too now. They're so in the cult. I think I can oh, say God. That. Are they in the cult? I'm pretty sure they're in the cult. Um, <laughs> well. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid now. Uh, Martin Piller, that's a good friend of mine, probably our number one best golfing listener. Uh, Martin's on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour. And uh, again, you know, an Aggie, but we uh, appreciate your support, Martin. We're rooting for you uh, every week. And Conrad, um, and Conrad's been, they're having a baby, my yeah. friend, and uh, he's a boy, a little boy. A he little sent me boy. the video thing. Um, so they're good guys. Steve, Steve Timmons. Steve. We've talked about this before. You're not, it's like having a favorite kid or whatever, you know, I can definitively say our favorite staff member, my favorite staff. Steve. Member. Yeah. I mean, everyone yeah. else can, if their feelings are hurt or whatever, but I love Steve. He's a great guy. Um, and just had to put his dog down. It's really yeah. Yesterday. A terrible thing. So we, uh, never easy. I'll, I'll tell him next time I see him. We love you, Steve. We love you, Steve. Um, Gary Wilkerson 
He's been following us forever, mm -hmm. supporting us. Great guy. Eric and Sylvia Minor, you know them. Who are they? They're the reason we were late today. <laughs> so <laughs> it's my parents. Our we babysitters. Love you guys. <laughs> they're uh, they're awesome, and and we would not be here without them. Uh, Stephanie Quintero, one of my best friends, uh, who I've known since I was four years old, five years old, probably. Um, aunt Steph, we call yeah. her now because she is uh, officially an aunt to our our baby. Patrick Gibbons, shout out. Uh, Casey Gauss, maybe I'm, tell me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, MT Garden, that's my buddy. Uh, T Garden, we play golf. He's, he's a friend of, uh, my friend Dan's. Um, so weird, Dan's not a Patreon. Oh, he's probably broke. He's spending all his money on, uh, Yeezys. Yeezys. <laughs> so he doesn't have money for, he doesn't have $5 for his friends. Yeah. Uh, Tea Garden too. This was, Actually, he's uh, a really, he comes to our restaurant like once a week. Oh yeah. No, he's <laughs> our, our best customer. And I love Dan. Um, uh, Tea Garden too. Side note, uh, shout out for being an awesome, uh, Patreon member, but, uh, we played golf one time. I won't get into the whole story. The This is how Tortilla Face started. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but, and I guess I will tell the story. So we played golf. We, Me and Dan won. So uh, Matt and Patrick had to buy margaritas. Nice. We go to the original Mexican restaurant okay. on uh, Camp Bowie, who my friend Butch owns and is a freaking great guy. I'm supposed to play golf with him soon. Um, he messaged this weekend that he came to the river. Yeah. Great guy. And Butch too, this is, I need to do this, but on his golf balls, it has the, the original Mexican restaurant logo. And then on the other side, it says free Marg if returned. Oh my so gosh. So literally really if you cute. find one of his golf balls, you can bring it into the restaurant and it's awesome. Get a free Marg, which is uh that's a good idea. Well, especially for, you know, if, like me, if I'm losing balls and maybe you get, you know, yeah. a couple returned here or there. So, um, but so they have a, a, a bunch of just absolute gasoline margaritas yeah, at the original, which are all delicious. Um, but there is a secret menu item called Tea Garden, which okay. are uh, Matt's friend or Matt's friends, his parents, his roommates, his parents who... <laughs> Uh, have been going to the original, who knows, 50 years or something. So uh, Tea Garden Margarita, which is great. I would recommend an El Jefe Margarita if you're going to go there. Um, but both of them taste like lighter fluids. They so do. It's like it doesn't really. I, I met you guys after that um, when y'all played for margaritas, and I was like, I can't. I can't do this. It Things got out of hand quick and then no yeah. i mean like i couldn't drink that margarita right right and then dan did the tortilla face yeah and then so the name <laughs> of our text group is tortilla face because my friend took a flour tortilla and ate the eyes and mouth and then wore it on his face <laughs> like a tex-mex hannibal lecter <laughs> type of thing and uh i still have the videos really really hilarious and uh i'm glad butch wasn't there because he would have been like these idiots but anyway tea garden great guy uh, get the margaritas at the original. Tell Butch we said hi. Uh, Mary Lou Howard. Yeah, that's my aunt. Yeah, she's awesome. California. One of the nicest she people I've met. came for I've our baby met. shower. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was so nice. Yeah. Um, Tyler Hall. Don't know him. Probably an awesome guy. If he Sounds listens like it. to the Patreon, he's got to be a cool dude. Yeah. And then this wasn't on your list, but actually, or did you? No. Um, 
this was this morning or last night, uh, Cody Maxwell, our newest Patreon member. All right, Cody. Joined. Yeah, so shout out, Cody. Um, we appreciate your support for, uh, you know, it's like a, what a, what's the like, in the arms of an angel. Oh, my gosh. Sarah McCracken. <laughs> McCracken. <laughs> That's the worst. McLaughlin. McCracken. Sandra McCracken. Sandra. Thing. Yeah. Um, but for a measly $5 a month, you can support Heimtime Podcast so we can keep paying Paul to use his facilities to just talk to each other. And I don't know, maybe uh, well, there's at least 12 people that listen to this. So I feel good about that. Yeah, I'm proud of it. And our YouTube videos are doing all right. We're yeah, I saw it like, um, like 250 plus subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if we have that many. That may I be swear. An okay. 252 <laughs> like, like awesome last night, I think. Crazy. Yeah. And shout out to RAR. They sponsored the last podcast. We're, we're going to get more sponsors. Yeah, if you'd like to tribe, sponsor but, us, feel free. But in the meantime, we'll just do Patreon and uh, just keep keep rolling with what we're rolling. Please let's, send in let's questions. Let's go get some tea gardens. Dude, I could definitely do that, actually. Um, <laughs> tea garden sounds great. And then uh, what What else? What else? Uh, Patreon.com slash Heimtime Podcast. Yep. YouTube, if you just search Heimtime, you'll, you'll find us. Heimtime Podcast Twitter. I don't really use that that much. Follow us uh, on Instagram. It's just Instagram. Heimtime Podcast. I yeah on Instagram. I usually try to post on there a couple times a week. Do the stories. If you have any suggestions for topics, questions, I'll put up um, that on the story so you can send those to us through messages. Um, but we're here for you. So if you need us, message us. Every week we're asking for questions, topics. If you are on one of our Patreon members and want us to talk about something. We'll literally talk about it. Like, yeah. It's uh, more barbecue, less barbecue, more topics yeah. on the world. I vote less weed, barbecue, but you know, it's not business. Yeah, this was a very weed heavy podcast at the start. Weed we heaven. were kind of talking about that for a well, while. Well, it's very relevant. But, uh, it's all come up. And that's what we were saying. Like, yeah. you know, this, this young lady has brought it to the surface. So. If we've proven anything, this is your number one news source for all free things. Free Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> F1. Peloton. Yeah, we need, maybe next podcast we'll do a Britney, Erica to, Jane I haven't update. seen, oh, I think tonight's Beverly Hills, so I'll be watching that. Okay. Um, but yeah, whatever you guys want to hear about, this is, it's not only barbecue, we want to make it relevant for the world. So yeah. if you want to hear more about whatever, right. Izzy, Small Travis, topics. get the get off my lawn talk whatever oh, we're here for it there's so. gonna be plenty more of that so thanks y'all thank you guys bye bye bye